All right, here we are, Memory Tracks, episode number 47. First one in like five months, six months, something like that. Really slacking <laughs> off, but, um, you know, we'll see. Hopefully we'll get back into it. Uh, and happy to, to have my guest here today, Andrew, um, on for the 47th episode. Nice. Yeah. Say hello. Hello, I'm I'm Andrew, as uh, Harrison just said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny, like, I feel like this was a long time in the making, as a lot of them are, um, but... You, uh, I randomly came across you at a show about a year ago, maybe yep. longer. I can't remember exactly, but it was a Deaf Heaven show yep. at Mohawk. And I was like, dude, that guy looks so familiar, uh, but I can't place him. I think I got Let me just think about it. It's like halfway through the show. Yeah. It's one of those things where you get something in your mind and yeah. you're just like, you can't think about anything else. Yes. Kind of like, oh shit, <laughs> who is this guy? Um, and then I remembered that, uh, I had met you in Chicago in like 2000, Nine, two thousand ten, probably. probably. Yeah, yeah. I think it was no, it was definitely two thousand nine, um, and it was like totally random um, because uh, the girl that I was dating had put on a show there uh, at this gallery that you were founder, owner, uh, co-founder. co-founder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was more um, of a collective than yeah. Yeah, called Ono oh Doom. Yep. Um, and uh, she was putting on an event on behalf of Tom's Shoes, and it was this really yeah. cool, really awesome. Uh, thing where basically uh, people could come bring their toms and there was a whole collective of various artists mm-hmm. um, of Chicago that would come and paint your shoes. Yep. And actually, I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but I still have the shoes that do you, you painted really? me. Oh my goodness. I to see if it brought back any memories. Oh, wow. But I don't remember which pieces you might have drawn on um, that. Let's see. This is Joe. Uh, that looks like... Um, uh, Joel, this one's me right on the side. Yep. Yes, the robot. Yeah. The skull face mask thing. Uh huh. And then what's going on over here? I don't. I, I want to say there's some tentacles. That's definitely Jordan. And yeah, I don't know if maybe that was just Oscar or Jordan getting getting kind of wild there, and, and getting <laughs> abstract. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. Mine, I wore I wore those for so long. Now I need to like. They're, they're basically beyond repair, yeah. but the art's still there. I was going to say uh, wall art, man. You just nailed it. That's a good wall. idea. Yeah, <laughs> I should definitely do that. Uh, it was really cool, though. I think, like, these shoes in particular, um, she had you guys start working on them before the event, so yeah. it had been kind of pieced together from mm-hmm. all the artists. But uh, it was really it was a really awesome event, um, and it was super cool. Like, I didn't... I was just kind of... It's my first or second time visiting Chicago. Okay. And uh, just like meeting all the artists and seeing all the cool stuff that you guys had in the gallery. Yeah. It was really awesome. Um, that was our original location, too. We, yeah. we ended up moving. I, did you ever see the I didn't, location? no. Yeah. No. It was, we moved uh, closer to Wicker Park at that point, right at the, um, oh, what was the trail? Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, Milwaukee and the, um, there, there's the old railroad tracks that go over Milwaukee there. Yeah. And yeah, we, we were right there. Um, it was a great little location. So I really like cool. that space. Yeah, Much I remember. Was it in the window? You had the like TVs set up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. It was a cool spot. Yeah, it was pretty rad. Very cool. But it was once I kind of like pieced that together. I was like, dude, I like you see someone in that totally out of context. It's yeah. like, wait, I thought you were in Chicago. Yeah, we were. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, I came up. It's like Andrew, right? Yep. And you're like, yeah. It's like, yeah. I met you at Chicago years ago at Oh No Doom. Um, and yeah, I guess you moved down here. Yep. Got married, had kids. Uh, yeah. Well, um, the, the married thing, we, we just say that for Texas. 
to be gotcha. honest. Yeah. Um, we are we are not officially married, um, and we're doing everything out of order. Uh, I love it. But you know, I mean, it, we we're, we basically consider ourselves married. We just haven't done the paperwork. Yeah. You know, um, and we actually met up in Chicago. Oh um, no way! Okay. Yep. Cool. So we met there, and um, I got a job offer actually down here, and yeah. I was like. Shit, you know, we had we had talked Time to about go to Texas. Yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, we we had never thought about actually um, living in Texas ever. You know, especially when you are you know born and raised Midwest, especially, and then you know you're in like kind of a um, a very blue part of <laughs> the, yes. the the country. Yeah. You know, if you will, and then. Um, but yeah, it, it, we we ended up like we we, we had talked. Um, we we're like, you know, we love Chicago. We want to be there. Um, we, we could live here kind of like forever, you know, but we'd love to try somewhere else before, um, we have kids and before we have a house. Yeah. Um, and so this Texas thing came up and we were looking at other places like Louisville. That's like still our end destination. We'd love it there. Louisville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. It, it's really? just such what a about rad Louisville? town. I've never been. Dude, it's um, the second best food town in the country. Really? I, I think, yeah. Second I Chicago. never would have guessed that. Dude, I, neither would I. <laughs> um, and then it's just a really, really cool place. The people are amazing. Um, a lot like here where everyone's super nice. You can just yeah. strike up a conversation with anybody. People are just really willing to kind of share whatever it is they're doing. Um, and I think the other thing that I love the most about it is it's like, it's one of those places it's not trying to be anywhere else. It's just like, we're Louisville and that's it, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's incredible. It's just such a cool huh. place to be. I feel like, and it's super laid back, like kind yeah. of thing. So it fits my, it, it fits who I am. And like yeah. very much, I think, um, where I, I'm headed in, in life. Like, like, like yeah. Chill, chill pace. Good yeah. People. And I grew up in the sticks anyways, you know, in Michigan. And so it's, it's kind of a nice happy medium between two or kind of a stone's throw from Chicago. Yeah. You know, downtown Louisville's got some really nice, the city creature comfort type of stuff, you know, yeah. great food, museums, different things like that, that you can do. But other than that, you know, it's like you can drive 10 minutes, a lot like here too, you know, and you're just like out in the hills and yeah. it's just absolutely beautiful and quiet. Change. Yeah. That's awesome. So, but yeah, it's a cool place. Very cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Then we ended up moving down here and then you kind of touched on the fact that we ended up getting a house and having kids. So I think we cursed ourselves when, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know we don't have the kids or the house. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah. wait, so how long has it been here in Austin? Um, about four and a half years. Okay. Yep. Hey, Waldo. <laughs> yeah, That's the dog. <laughs> uh, four and a half years, dang. Okay. Yeah, it flew cool. by, man. It's it's just a blur so yeah. far. That's yeah. awesome. Well, I'm excited. Um, you know, since we met at a Deaf Heaven show, that I figured that your song selections would be on the heavier side. Yep. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that I love about this show is just all of the different genres and things that uh, people kind of bring. Um, and so I'll have to make some recommendations to some old uh, Metalhead episodes to see, That's see awesome. if you can get down with some of their songs too. Yeah, I would love that. Um, I was scrolling through kind of the, the Spotify playlist yeah. there and I was just kind of looking at like some of the stuff. I'm like, man, I haven't heard, you know, that song or this song in, in right. just years. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then when I say years, it's like 15 or plus years, right. you know, 20 right. years and stuff right. like that. Or like, man, I grew up on that song and, you know, things like that, which is really cool. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure as the show is probably intended to do, you know, you're going through other people's mm-hmm. you know, stuff and, you know, it's bringing back all kinds of memories of like, yeah. you know, when that song was like in heavy rotation, you yes. know, and stuff. So it was really cool. 
Yeah, that's good. Well, you've got three good ones today, so I'm sure we'll get into a lot of that and kind of why you picked them and, yeah. and all of it. But um, I'm excited, so I think the only thing to do now is to get kick it off with right. the, the heaviest of all heavy, uh, the greatest. <laughs> do I really have the heaviest picks so, so far? No, actually, or? <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you know, they're the classic. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, you know, this is uh, a song called Creeping Death by the band Metallica. Here we go. Thank you. 
Freaking Death by Metallica. Awesome song. I agree. From uh, <laughs> Ride the Lightning, 1984. It's their second record, and it's the uh, last one with Dave Mustaine, I think. Right? Uh, no, uh, Cliff Burton. Right? Really? Yeah, uh, Dave Mustaine. Um, I thought that he, he was in... I thought he stuck around for one last album, and Hammett came in. If I'm remembering my Metallica lore correctly, he tried out for Metallica, but never... Um, actually was in the uh, band okay and um which you know i don't know how much of it is real but yeah, like sort yeah, of that yeah. megadeth metallica beef that, right, that, right. that happened um but yeah I, cliff burton i believe uh well, died in the bus accident uh, right, right yeah. after this uh, album at some point in time in their touring so yeah yep and then uh james newstead joined the band that's right um, fun fact that I didn't um, even think about until now that we started talking about it. Um, I went to uh, school with Jason Newstead's um, uh, cousin. No way. <laughs> yeah. He and, about and, it all the time. And, and she was actually uh, cousins with my girlfriend at the time. Oh, no way. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was basically in the family and related yeah, to Yeah, it sounds like it. Jason yeah. Newstead. I'm sure you guys <laughs> hung out at Christmas time. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's pretty cool and random. I yeah. I love that. Uh, yeah, I didn't really grow up like a Metallica head, um, but you know we were talking about just friends and stuff, seeing um, heavy shows together, and you know definitely over the years have gained an appreciation for it, um, and never seen them had multiple chances and just like go never got to do it. I was actually at like a, a tech conference in San Francisco yeah. once where they were headlining, oh, man. which is a disaster. But I was supposed to go, yeah, and I had um, like a it, it's one of those like software conferences um, for a company called Salesforce and they were like oh. courting me to mm-hmm. like buy something or whatever. So okay. they've given me like a, like a special VIP thing or whatever. Yeah. So I get into the venue. It's like this big conference hall um, and you know, terrible place to see a show, yeah. but they're free drinks, free show, whatever. It's Metallica. It's great. Um, so I'm like in my little sectioned off area, um, which is like stage left or something. Um, and the show hasn't gone on yet. And I'm like, oh, I need to go use the restroom real quick before the show starts. Yep. So I like walk out of the convention hall space um, to go use the restroom because I didn't have anything in the actual room. Mm-hmm. Um, and I come back and there's this huge line of people outside the doors to get back into the, the room. Uh, and it, clearly like they're at capacity and there's like fire marshals and stuff. And so I'm like, oh, well, it's no problem. I've got my VIP pass. Like I'll just yeah. walk past all these guys. Um, and the fire marshal was like, no, like we're, we're, we're going to have to shut it down if we let any one more, but it doesn't matter who you are. No. You're not allowed in. Yeah. And they were like, you got to go wait in this line. And there's this line of like 200 people for like a one in one out situation. Oh, and I was so upset because if I had just stayed in there instead of gone to this freaking restroom, then I would have been like front row for yeah. Metallica. I mean, not in the ideal audience. Cause like that's pretty much every metal has like nightmares having to watch Metallica with a bunch of tech bros, but, uh, but still, I mean, maybe if they're you know, super into Metallica, then it, it's fine. Well, right? I but. would have my suspicions <laughs> that they were, but, um, but yeah, so I ended up missing the show and was pretty upset by it, but I guess they're coming for ACL this year, Ooh. uh, which again, also probably not the ideal scenario, but I think it'll be pretty rocking. So yeah. I'm, um, uh, I'm hoping to catch that. Fantastic. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Even, um, 
I missed them kind of in their heyday. Yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, I never got a chance until, I mean, I, I think 2012 was the first time I'd seen them. Nice. And yeah. I was just blown, just blown away. away. Yeah, by like how great they are. I mean, they've written so many good songs like, yeah. through all the years. Like, you know, you don't have a catalog that great and not put on a good show. Yeah. It, it, yeah, absolutely good. So if you, if you do see them coming around, I highly recommend okay. it to go. Yeah. It's just such a fun show. It's definitely on my list. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I read that this is their, um, third most performed song live. Um, really? Behind Search and Destroy. Or, uh, Seek and Destroy. Seek and Destroy. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Pop. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, Master of Puppets, of course. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's a good track. Yes. It's a it, good one. It is, uh, if, as you would imagine, yeah. I think one of my favorites, um, yeah, I don't know if you uh, you want me to get into kind yeah, of like where and the, the wind and the how. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like I think each one of these songs, there's going to be sort of um, not associated with one particular point in time, but they're sort of um, reoccurring characters, I guess, throughout like my my life. Um, and uh, this song in particular, and this album, um, it, it kind of started off for me in elementary school when I seen a friend um, come to school and he was wearing his brother's uh, Metallica shirt and it was um, the Ride the Lightning, you know, the cover of the yeah. album. Yeah. It On the back, it was the metal up your ass. It was the, the fist coming through the toilet with the knife. Right. And I was just like blown away <laughs> by this thing. And I'm like, yeah, this is, like, this is incredible, right? Like I, I'd always been kind of into rock and roll and stuff like that because of my, my, my dad. Um, but yeah, this this shirt it just sort of like hooked me. I'm like, I, I need to know yeah, what is that more about? about whatever that is, yeah. you know. And um, a few weeks later, um, actually at his house for a birthday party, and this is man, I don't even remember how old we were. I just remember it being probably like the late '80s, like mid to late '80s, something like that. And um, his brother had the cassette and there was like the, in, in the back of the room where we were all like hanging out and sleeping that night. Um, there, there's just like a stereo and I, we just had that album like going like on repeat, just yeah. flipping that tape. Like if you weren't playing Nintendo, like it was your job to basically flip the, <laughs> You're the one that the had tape. to go side A, side B. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it was, it was just awesome. So it was just like this nonstop, like on repeat Metallica, you know, ride the lightning and yeah, creeping death. And, and that, like, that was the song. Like it, it's just hooked me over and over and over again, like throughout the years, you know, um, what, uh, what seat, like, is it the first song on side B? Do you remember like where it's, it falls uh, on like the, the archaic tape flip? I'm trying to <laughs> even remember. I can't remember what yeah. part it's in. Yeah. I, it's definitely a, a B side. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's like, I don't yeah. even know. It's killer. But yeah, it, it's just such a, a rad song. And, um, you know, that's kind of where it, like, it hooked me. And Metallica had, like, just hooked me there. And, like, throughout the years, like, this album has just been, like, I have very few of them where I feel like it is perfect from yeah. point, you know, from beginning to end. You know, it doesn't yeah, feel you, like... you don't pick a song. You pick track one and you hit play. Yeah. And you're done an hour 15 later yes exactly <laughs> and and yeah and, and this album is that for me and it, it, creeping death is just like that yeah, song the pinnacle. just like yeah. this is it <laughs> song well and, and i mean 84 so i mean yeah that's what 30 uh, yeah yeah uh, years well, ago i mean yeah something, something like, that. like that yeah yeah it, but it, it's you know it's just uh <laughs> timeless it, it totally is and you know like yeah it totally is timeless like i can throw it on and like even today i'm like this doesn't feel 
old at all. And I guess maybe it's because thrash is kind of coming back around or, you know, something like that. But it's just, yeah, it's such a great, great tune. And yeah, like Jamie doesn't get it ever. Like when I throw it on, you know, I feel like. (laughs) She's like, this is is loud. It sounds like every other metal song you play me. Like, "Mm, but this is thrash metal. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't even. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Jamie's just like, shut up. There's some groove metal, but not quite yet. Yeah, yeah, she will, um, yeah. <laughs> her eyes just like roll back yeah. her head. Like I can, I could picture them now just like rolling back as, as I said that. Does, she, you, does you, she have an equivalent flip side for her own musical taste that you do the same? Um, not necessarily. Um, her, like one band would be Prince. And not even like would be a, a band. Friends, yeah. yeah, yeah. She she absolutely loves Prince, and it's like I, Prince is awesome. You know, I can yeah. I can throw Prince on. I have no problem with that. Yeah. But I don't. I, I wouldn't say I get into Prince in the same way I get into a lot of uh, other music. Yeah. But he is a talented, talented uh-huh. man. Yes. I, well, I'm glad you can can acknowledge and respect it. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Otherwise, we might have to end this interview. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned like um, getting into them or curious about them from the shirt because that's one thing that has always been really cool to me about um metal bands mm-hmm. is the artwork on the albums on the merchandise on everything is so eye-catching yeah uh, and you know even i even think back to some of the earlier episodes um you know one of the reasons why now whenever i post like a when i post the episodes to my website and stuff and i have all the album artwork on it and the first episode that really wanted me to do that was the someone had a I think it was overkill record okay yeah um and they were describing like the images and stuff like well you know the listeners need to be able to see it yeah um because it's just so like i don't know who really like what bands really started that as like an identifiable trait of music uh or of metal music specifically the imagery of it because it's i mean you kind of you know a metal band from their album cover, from their t-shirt when you see it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it could <laughs> be like a mile away. And you're right? like, yep, that's them. And it's like sometimes it's even like the artist. You yeah. know, you know them. They're so tightly um, grouped like with an art, like Metallica well, and, you, and I mean, yourself right? being an artist and, yeah. and a designer and, and doing that, then I mean, obviously you have an eye and appreciation for it more so than, than most. But I'm sure, is that like a big influence? For oh, yeah, Pusshead, like he was like growing up, I, I absolutely loved his work. The, the yeah. amount of felt... Uh, uh, like blacklight Metallica, like Pusshead posters yeah. I had in my room. It was ridiculous. <laughs> like anything I could have that, that had that dude's stuff on it. It was, you know, I had, I just had to have it. Yeah. And yeah, rural Michigan, I feel like and in, in the eighties and nineties, like when you find stuff like that, like you just grab it because you're never going to see something like that again, yeah. you know? And it, it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to come by. So it was like gold to me. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were mentioning earlier before we started taping about band shirts and how you're cutting yourself off from buying more band shirts because mm-hmm. you have so many and that's <laughs> your whole wardrobe. But it's like, yeah, but sometimes you, I mean, every the time that you go to a show and you say, I'm not buying a shirt, that that's always the show. Where you're like, that's a rad fucking shirt. Yeah. I got to buy this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All, all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm starting to tie it now to vinyl. So it's like, it, now I've got like just, you know, in our, our record cabinet, uh-huh. like it, almost every album that's in there is a show that I've been to, which yeah. is really cool. You I know, really like it. it's like a chronicle for, yep. it, for sure. I've been kind of the same way. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, rad pick. Yeah. Thanks man. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it kind of keeps going. It's, it's a crazy thing too. Like, um, uh, like I was saying, like this, this album too, like for me, it was, um, sort of like the first time I had something that was mine yeah. too, you know, which is really cool. 
Um, cause everything else was like kind of handed down from my dad, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, you know, the Beatles and, you know, Zeppelin and yeah. Bowie and I'm trying to like, those were like his. All good stuff. Yeah. You, oh, were, great. you were taking on influence from someone versus actively seeking this out yeah. and making it a part of yourself. Yep. And yeah, and this album was just like, I was like, yeah, dude, this right here, this is mine, you know? And like, you, you throw it on my dad, you know, like parents, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell are you listening to? And it's like, <laughs> yeah, like they, they just didn't get it. No. But yeah, no. I did. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you think about that for when your kids grow up, like what the equivalent of that is going to be for you as the dad? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think what the, the what the hell are you listening to moments are going to come from like the shitty pop. Right. Something that's going right. to show up. Some it's point. inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to happen. Escape it. Yep. Um, <laughs> so it's just going to be like, oh, God, I'm going to have to. <laughs> but my girls are pretty awesome. Like yeah. they they've got an ear for like really great music. I feel like they're. Um, constantly uh like i'll throw anything on like every day i come home from work mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm making them dinner and all that stuff and i i throw on music and like even my one-year-old she is just like bouncing like two hands on the table and like head banging just like <laughs> rocking awesome. out to like whatever it is just bouncing and and, yeah. and it's everything you know it depends on what i throw on like i threw on um Melvin's at Strombo. Yes. I don't know if you've, have you seen this video? I have I mean, not seen it's, it. No. It's fantastic. It's like, I want to go to this venue because it's so small, but it's, <laughs> um, it, it's a pretty recent one. And she just like, obsessed with it, went bananas for it. And, and like Billy did the same thing, just like running around the, the living room, just like jumping around, yeah. like, and what was, <laughs> it was hilarious. Cause she's like, who is that daddy? And I'm like, that's King Buzzo. And she's like, King Buzzo is my friend. <laughs> just like, right. that's adorable. It's like, I want hair like King Buzzo. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I feel like that she's, she's, they're going to grow up right. Yeah, <laughs> At least that's a good sign. But, yeah. <laughs> At least go. there's no lack of exposure to like, you know, right. just all sorts of stuff in our house. It's great. Cause Jamie's stuff is so like, you know, off the, you know, total opposite of what yeah. mine is too, yeah. you know? So it's a, it's a full spectrum. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, should we go to the next one? Yeah, yeah, go for it, man. All right, so this next song is uh, by Texas's own, Pantera. Also a nice, heavy song. It's called The Great Southern Trend Kill. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, the dark terrain, the wing is trapped. No 
right? That was the Great Southern Trend Kill by Pantera. And I was thinking through that song. It takes on like two or three different style switch-ups. Yeah. Uh, and that end is just such like a groove, man. Yeah. So is that groove metal? Is that what you would call that? Or? I mean, yeah, I think Pantera is sort of like the masters of that groove metal, like as yeah. heavy as they are. I mean, there's always like, you know... Just like that driving bump in the background. Yeah, you can, yeah. Yeah, you can just kind of like dive in and you're just like in that rut, I feel like. Yeah. And once you're in it, like, you know, yeah, you're just headbanging. That's so Just awesome. rocking out, right? Yeah. I haven't listened to much Pantera, to be honest, uh, which makes me feel like a bad Texan. Um, but like... I mean, yeah, obviously, like, they're, they're, they're kings. Yeah, um, yeah, they are legends, right? And listening to this song, like, in the context of this really makes me think, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta get into this. It's from, um, the record is, oh, it's actually the title of the song. Yeah, yeah so this is the opening track, yep. I think, the title song, The Great Southern Trend Kill, which was 1996. Yep. Um, so these guys are from Arlington. And I think the album was recorded at like a rather tumultuous time in the band yeah. because the singer had a pretty bad heroin addiction. Yep. So they kind of did all the music in Dallas, and then he went to Trent Reznor's studio in New Orleans yep. and cut all the vocals. Yep. Um, yeah, they basically it's made kind it of a I different think. style. Yeah, totally like kind of separate of each other. Which I, I don't know, maybe I have no. How does idea. that like as a fan of their music? Like, how, do you can you pick up on that in terms of their previous albums and stuff where it's like, and was, is that a good thing that they kind of separated it out more productive or is this album considered one of their like top ones or their For me, one? Yeah. This is like the masterpiece album. Yeah. Right. Like, um, you know, and I, I don't know, like, uh, it's hard to say, like, I don't know if it made it more productive. Maybe it just made it like possible for Pantera to keep going Yeah, because you know, it's just kind of, I mean, you know when there's edge. someone like kind of toxic right. or something like that to right. to the, a relationship or a and group, they've had a know? number of albums before this, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there there's four albums. I mean, or? issues are not making that much music with the same people gets to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me, like this this album was like it is like my all time favorite I think album by them, and literally the first like I think ten seconds of this song, just like changed my life yeah. you know like where i'm like man i am you guys just took it up a notch yeah. right like this is a new heavy right like i, I didn't even know what to expect because i remember like being on the radio i was a huge pantera fan by this point and um, where are you this is when you're growing up outside of, or in michigan yeah or? in michigan okay. yep and i like i was yeah i, I mean all their albums i, I was far beyond driven like play power alley i'm just like i i just lived this stuff like yeah. you know and this album was coming out and i remember like on the radio there was floods was one of the big songs that they had and then um drag the waters it's a big one and if you listen to this album uh, like they're, they're kind of two very different songs from each other and you're kind of like trying to get a vibe for what the album is and again like back in the day like in the 90s like i feel like you know, you couldn't just go online and like research. There wasn't, you know, right. anything. Right. So you're just like anything it's you all get here, say talking yeah. to the record store exactly. guy or some magazine interview yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and so you're just trying to like figure out, okay, like what's this album going to be? Like, what's it going to sound like? And I remember like going, I don't even remember the name of the record store at the time. I just remember being like first in line there, like waiting for this place to open. There was a few other dudes like just hanging out there waiting and get in, go like right to pee in the metal section, grab my new Pantera, like 
album and you know take it up to the counter <laughs> and get out like i'm like tearing the the cellophane off of this thing like before i'm even to my car you know yeah and then like and this is like when music came out on tuesdays right yeah something yeah. like that yeah like tuesday yeah tuesdays or <laughs> thursdays original, yeah. <laughs> yeah and I, I remember like throwing this thing in and i don't remember what i was listening to before but i it was just like cranked up <laughs> and i put this in and this track was the first thing and it was like wow what? Just like, holy oh shit <laughs> like what just happened and I remember like getting all the way through that first track and I like went back to the beginning again and just did it all over again and I probably I think I did this like three or four times I'm just like just like sitting in the parking lot yeah yeah just like holy shit like uh, wow you know and it, and that's what I was saying like I mean, man this is like a whole new level of heavy that like I hadn't like heard before. I mean, there's like heavy stuff, you right. know, the guy, there's like cannibal corpse. There's like a, a lot of this death metal and like yeah. things like that. But like, there was something about this that was like totally it different. It cuts through in, yeah. in, in a different way. Yeah. And yeah, I mean like, you know, Vinny and like Dimebag and like just the way they, their dynamic that they've always had and just the mm-hmm. way that that band has always gelled. You're just like, wow. Yeah. You know? And a few months later, it, it was actually my first concert. Was your first concert my was a Pantera first concert? Yeah. What? And it was the Great <laughs> Southern Tranquil Tour. Yeah. And that's wild. Dude, it was How just old like, were you? Uh it was if like fifteen going on sixteen, like that or was your something. First show. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and I just remember like oh, one of my it's best like cool parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no. Actually, uh, my mom was like, Not a chance in hell are you going to a Pantera <laughs> concert? And my dad was just like, What's the problem? Like, let the kid go to a concert. Like, wh- <laughs> like what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, it's a concert. He's going to go to concerts. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, look who you Let's married. Start. Like, yeah, this, dude, this is like, a thing. Yeah, exactly. So did your dad take you or did you go by yourself? Um, yeah, he ended up dropping, or I think my buddy's um, mom or somebody dropped us off. And then yeah. my dad picked us up. And awesome. Yeah, dude, it was, it was unbelievable. Um, it did not planned and as I was, like, choosing this, but Neurosis actually opened for them oh wow and yeah and they, they were touring for uh through silver and blood and that was just incredible like i i wasn't prepared for neurosis at that time like i just didn't yeah. really just that sound just that, that sound yeah. it was like something a little bit it was totally different it's not that i didn't like them it was just like i i wasn't um yeah like i just wasn't like I, I think prepared for their sound because I was just so into like something like Pantera or Metallica. I, mean, I, I feel like I feel like we all have those types of bands where you see someone open for someone else and you're there for the main person. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of just want to get through the opener. Yeah. And then like a year or two later, then that opener's blown up. And you're like, man, I can't believe I didn't actually like take the time to enjoy and appreciate that because yeah. now I'll never see them at that scale again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I totally like, I, yeah, it was like one of the things I liked them, but I was just, it was just, it was so like, I was yeah. so hungry for Pantera. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Like I'm like, come on. Well, plus it's your first show. Yeah, it's my first show. It's come like, I, I like scrounged. I, I was like doing dishes. Oh, I'm a, sure. Yeah, you know, like, picking up whatever odd yeah, change you could. Exactly. Like I'm doing like lawns, you know, whatever I could do to get, get the loot for this show. What kind of a venue was it? Um, it was an arena. Okay. Like uh, yeah. it was at the LC Walker Arena. Awesome. Was, uh, this might be like the last like metal show they ever did. Yeah, I, I think they're just tore the place. Apart. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> insane. Like they it started like I mean all the lights go out. You know, right after Neurosis got done playing, I'm trying to remember the, the end track they did, and it was just amazing. Like three drums, and you're just like 
I think Vinnie Paul actually had come out at one point and he was at one end like doing the drums and then like um, I don't know if it was Scott Kelly or Van Til of uh, Neurosis was at the other end playing and then like the drummer in the middle and it was just like it was incredible and it was I don't know if there were any rules around like how loud you could make music and venues back in the day but like it, it seemed like there was just no yeah, your it just ears. oh my god it was just like through the like I mean yeah like literally like Spinal Tap like 11 yes. you know yeah. and yeah then like Pantera come on and they, like they had Potley's just like rotating they're spinning <laughs> on this giant curtain um, and curtain like drops and they go right into the Great Southern Trend Kill. And it is just like, someone is just like punching you like in the chest. Like literally like, I've, yeah. I've never so loud. felt that. Yeah, it was just like that loud. It was like, thud, <laughs> thud, 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 you know, and you're just like, whoa. And you could like hold your shirt and you could see your shirt. It's like, like going rippling like, in the whole Yeah, it, it was just like <laughs> the loudest, most intense thing. Like I feel like I've ever, oh, that is ever wild. seen. And yeah, it, it just sort of like, I, I just knew like at that point, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to be a metalhead forever. Yeah. You know, like that was it. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was so nuts. And to, you know, be there like one of my best friends and buddy that I'm, you know, still like friends with today and stuff like that, which is really cool. And so it's just like kind of have those like shared things. Yeah. No, totally. It's fun to be able to look back on that. And then you saw neurosis again. Yeah. Last night. night. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just wild. Yeah. Total chance. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember like, so being your first show, being 15, being in an audience like that, were there things that you saw not related to the band that you were just like, oh, wow, this is life? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like any, did, you have, did you run away from any fights? Or, I mean, n- no, I'm not, sure people not so much. people pot everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, that was like, I remember getting in there, and it, it's like a hockey arena like kind yeah. of deal, you know. It wasn't like super huge, but... It, like it a Cedar Park Center type of thing yeah. or something, yeah. Yep, and like just the cloud like inside <laughs> it, it was like all the way up to like the the main walkway yeah. and stuff and it was like all right man yeah you just like hit you in the face and i remember um as as you can imagine because uh, there, there's always like those fans tied to a, a specific band or genre and it's like there, there's always kind of like you're you're they, they don't necessarily necessarily represent the band, but then there's certain things that yeah. certain people do in the bands, like yes. Phil, yeah. who has said some really stupid shit over yeah. the years, yeah. right, that, that sort of emboldened these people. Um, but there was, like, kind of a group of Nazis, like, in, in the yeah. crowd, and they're, like, there was some black dude they were picking on in the crowd, and you're just like, what yeah. the fuck, man? Like, leave that guy alone. Yeah. Right? And and um, but they actually did this, like, during Biohazard. They were the, the opener, opener band. And I remember just them, like stopping the show and like calling out these guys good, and yeah. yeah and it yeah. was just like that it's was good to see that awesome to see you know because right. it, it's like basically like you don't represent us you're right. you're here you might like this, this is music. not the message we're trying to yeah. do like but, but but we're a community like you know i feel like the metal community is really a, it's not always a, a great example of that sometimes but i feel like yeah. the metal community is very like takes care of its own you know no i think and i think it's important to be said because i mean you can say that about really a a lot of types of music communities right like there's shitty people that latch on (laughs) to whatever they can to like get their shitty message out there and definitely you know metal has has been one of those genres that has suffered you know probably more than most yeah of that perception of the nazi skinhead yep 
vibe and such. And yeah, I mean, that's never really been the experience of the people that I know that like that style of music. Yeah. Um, yeah, I won't deny that there is a vein there, but um, that's not necessarily because of the people that create the music or, or right. be about it. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, like I said, like, it was so awesome to just see someone stand up to it too. Like, yeah. And it wasn't the first well, time. Well, as a kid too, you know? like, you know, and to see, because the, you hear and read about that kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. when it hits home and you actually see people behaving that way and being like, yeah, that is fucking wrong. Like, that's yeah. terrible. And like, we should stand up to that. Yep. Versus just like reading about it and be like, oh yeah, I would stand up to that in that situation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so it was cool. It was, you know, that was one of the most memorable things I think about that show too. You're just like, yeah. And then, you know, just kind of seeing other people that like were kind of like you in a way, you know, like. I, I was like in a sea of my people, right? Yes. Like, as like I mean, you're in high school, you know, and I've got like the rock shirts on, shall I like right? That. And I just remember being like singled out all the time. You know, I was yeah. a good kid. Like, I never got great grades, I, but, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but mm. you know, I was just an art kid. You know, that's all I cared about, and just, uh, you know, just the heavy metal and art and stuff like that and it's like if you you know you see my room like metallica we were talking about too right yeah. you know it's like this music and then like the art associated with it it's right. just like it right. was ah man I could, it, like couldn't you know it just like had me i could it wouldn't let me go kind of deal and so when you were a kid drawn listening to the music and such did you ever like so i feel like some bands would do this where you could like submit your artwork for like different magazines yeah. you know you could submit your artwork and or like a contest to design like was it Korn did that contest where you could design their album cover and they were gonna pick oh, I can't remember which one it was but uh, did you ever do anything like I, that I did no? not yeah. yeah never creeped into your art no no <laughs> not not in that way not yeah that way. I never yeah. Uh, now, that, now that you're saying it like maybe I should maybe yeah. I should just start sending hey, I'm some sure stuff out there, right? <laughs> just send stuff to like random bands be like I don't know maybe it'll make it on the cover or yeah why not maybe, maybe why they'll not? get in touch with me that's I good mean idea. you're good at what you do I feel like that, that's a good way to get it out there <laughs> totally should we go to the, the closer uh, yeah yeah we can definitely do that alright so we got one more um, and this one uh, not as heavy and I actually don't know anything about this band cool. so I'll be real curious to to hear your, your take on it yeah and enjoy I, I do like the song I really do awesome So the band is called Murder by Death, and the song is called Ghost Fields. Here we go. Like sand, I try to explain, but. 
understand Bitter Drink, Bitter Moon. Um, I mean, obviously, to me, the most striking thing about that song, well, there's two. I really like his voice. He's got that, like, kind of low register uh, that is just so low and, like, gravelly, but then he can pick it right back up into the the other notes, too, that sounds really awesome. Then I really love the cello. Yes. It sounds... (laughs) so perfect in in the context of that it really is cool they're so fantastic I, I really I'm genuinely curious how you found them what they're about and um, can't wait to listen to more of their music man um, I found them I want to say at my first job which was Motorola and um, I just had stumbled on them like iTunes started I think they released something where it's like hey you might like this band or you might like that band or something like that um, it's had to have been around like 2007 maybe if I'm guesstimating right yeah <laughs> you know and I ended up seeing them at uh, the Beat Kitchen in Chicago um, I don't know if that was the first time I had seen them but um, I just remember that being like and, and they were still like one of those bands they were headlining that show but it was a pretty small show yeah um and I bought two tickets just thinking, like, someone will come with me. And, yeah. like, for some reason, just having a, a, a struggle um, actually finding someone to go with. Because, like, nobody had heard of it, like, right. these guys for the most part. Um, and, and, yeah, that's I just went and I was like, wow. Like, in the cello. Like, and, yeah, you're there. And um, uh, Adam, I believe, is the lead singer's name. Like, he came out and just had, like, this giant beard. And I'm like... Uh, but he was like short. He's like small, like me. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I was like, man, this, yeah, this I, I didn't dude. expect that voice, like you know, right. coming out yeah. of that dude either. Yeah. You know, and again, yeah, the cello kind of like blew me away too, because um, I think now that's his wife. They've got a, a oh, little cool. one together, yeah. and which is awesome. Um, 
just to follow, I guess, the band for over, probably over a decade now. And yeah, they're just, it was cool. And just kind of see them kind of evolve, continue making music and everything. Yeah. And yeah, just the, the stories they tell, I think are incredible. Like you just, you know, you pick one song and it, like you really listen to it and it's just like, wow, man, like, I don't know what you're, sometimes you don't know what he's singing about. Like in a yeah. way, I mean, it's a lot of music, but like, or where that would have come from. Cause it's like, there's no way that you, you like live that, but right. it's like, were you watching like an old Western at some point or like, yeah. How did you adapt into that character? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's just such great storytelling and writing that it, it just like, it hooked, hooked me. And so, yeah, I just kind of continued to obviously listen to them and, and they're like one of my all time favorite bands now. I think for that reason, I, I pretty much love anything with like a great story and uh, every track I feel like by those guys is a great story, Yeah, you know? So, yeah. but yeah, um, that is how I came across them and <laughs> continue cool. to be a fan today. Um, yeah. And, and this particular song, uh, Jamie actually got me this for my birthday when we first started dating oh, with, with nice. this album. Yeah. And so she knew I was just a big fan of the band and she was like, yeah, go here's the record Here, yeah. here's the record you know it's a sweet thing to get you, you know, favorite band no yeah perfect yeah. it was great and i have listened to this thing like non-stop you know kind of deal but um i, I think this song um it's gonna get a little cliche i think no, in the never. beginning here um <laughs> that obviously you know this girl who is now the the mother of our children and is someone i live with and uh hopefully we'll spend the rest of my life yeah. with at least that's the plan um you know got me this album so it's, it's kind of forever like tied to her in, in that way but you know it also we had hit kind of like a rough patch i feel like at this point i mean as, as any relationship yeah, tends course. to do Sometimes you know you got to go through it right you, you got to go through the the lows to get to the <laughs> to get to the highs kind of deal and this album was just on all the time and it, for some reason it was just this song that like every time it came on, it just sort of like, you know, made me think of her, you know, just kind of like these two people he's talking about in this song. And I, I'm sure that's not even what the song is really about, but you know, whatever, it's kind of hard not to attribute, you know, like yeah. this boy, this girl, whatever. Right. Um, and you know, our apartment and just sort of like feeling like this, um, how, how best to think about it? Uh, it th there's two ways that I, I kind of, think about this is for me this song is like a midwest anthem in a lot of ways like you can drive across like the midwest and like there's so many of these towns that are just sort of mm. burnt out and you can see like the the life that it used to have and i think like when when jamie had when we had sort of like taken a, a little break um that's sort of the way our apartment felt you know, it was like it, kind of this burnt out, it's like, like a sense of like a little bit of decay, like something, yeah, something like, was here that then that was not. Yeah. But there's still missing. enough remnants of it. There's like a, a romanticism about it. Yeah. In its current state, too. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And that's like really what kind of I, I think I began like kind of associating this song with and why I kind of like tied it to her and, and, and all those things. And, um, obviously I spoiled the, the surprise of the ending here is that we're still together. Right. Um, and, and we have the kids, which is awesome. Things worked out. Yeah. Um, you all can sleep soundly tonight, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, like it, it's also like driving across the Midwest too, you know, like, or across country now for us, you know, like there are so many of these, these towns and like, I, 
every time we're, we're driving through them, whether it be like Oklahoma or Missouri or, you know, Illinois or mm-hmm. Indiana, Michigan, you know, you, you name it. Right. Um, you, you see these towns are like, I instantly think about this song and a lot. I mean, this, this band has become like Jamie and I's like our band. Yeah. Like for the most it's part. It's that shared passion about yep. it. Yeah. And, and it is one of those shared bands. We've got like just, I think maybe two of them. <laughs> it's, it's this band and uh, Coheed and Cambria. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a good one. Yep. <laughs> it, it's super awesome. But yeah, like, so, you know, inevitably we're driving across the country somewhere or for the holidays and, you know, we're playing Murder by Death, you know, and this song comes on and it happens to be obviously in the middle of nowhere. And so it's like, yeah, you know, you're constantly kind of like taken back you know, to, to all of these like little moments, which is, Mm -hmm. is awesome, you know? Um, but yeah. And, and then, you know, it gets a little happier too, you know, with this song where, um, I just, again, like, as you can imagine, this thing kind of like makes it onto a playlist and, and, and things like that. And, and so, um, I remember our first apartment here, which I guess it wasn't that long ago, so it's not that hard to remember, but (laughs) Well, time um, flies by once you have kids. I'm yeah, sure, so. yeah, exactly. They, they tend to, they have a way of taking over. Right. Um, but we had this like, it, Jamie would call it the cave, our, our first apartment here. It was down on um, like 45th and Burnett, basically, yep. uh, like right around that area, North Loop. Um, and we were at uh, Pint House just having, you know, some dinner and, and, and some beers as we did like pretty much every weekend. And I think. We, we came home like somewhat like early and we didn't quite want to go to bed yet. And so we just ended up throwing on like music and stuff like that. And I just remember like us at, at one point and it's, to this song, I don't remember if it was the song specifically or what, but the song was playing. We we're just kind of like hanging out like dancing in our, our living room, like yeah. kind of like in the dark and just like these really just sweet moments yeah. like that. Just very you know? tender, very real. Yeah. yeah. And, and you just like, it just kind of like digs its like fingers in a little bit more, yeah. you know? And it, it's like, this band, like, you know, it was our, our last band that we seen leaving Chicago too, you know, so it was oh, like our last concert yeah. there. It was our first concert here, you know? Whoa, it, that's kind of neat. Yeah. It's sort like of a, weirdly. The bookend of, of both sides. Yeah. You know? And, and so it's like, they've just sort of, like I said, they've always been kind of like this reoccurring character and band that it has made its way like into our relationship. And, yeah. and again, like the song, just like, it is just one of my all time favorite picks by them. And it, yeah, as I've explained, you know, lots and lots of like memories with them. And it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, because of like the way it sort of evolved and the way it sort of played itself out in, in my life and in our, like our relationship together, it's like, I can foresee so many other like new memories that haven't even happened yet. Yeah. I was going to say, it's like, there's a lot of, it seems like one of those things that is just uh, invested into your own narrative in the way that like, there's not any one particular moment or memory, mm-hmm. but it's just something that when you hear and reflect on, like it's all the like minutia things that tie back to it. that really like stir up the strongest emotions around it. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I think was like really cool. when you had asked me to do this. I was like, I had a hell of a time picking yeah. like these three songs. And that's what everyone Shit, says. Man, like, what are they going to be, <laughs> you know? And yeah, it was like one of those things. Like, I'd finally like this was like the I think one of the songs. Like, it was the first one that I picked. I'm like, yeah, it, I think this has to be one of the songs just yeah. because of that. Like, there's again, like I'm saying, there's so many like memories, and it's it, it's not just like a one memory thing. It's just mm-hmm. like it kind of like 
it's a series of memories, which is so cool. And I think like each one of these songs kind of had that, you know, it's like, there's a people, you know, like places and like things that like, it wasn't just kind of like a one-off thing. It's like they, you know, it's found a way. It continues to reinvest itself back. You know, and and years later, like decades later, you know, like new friends that I've made, like different things like that, you know, Um, and it's so cool that, um, that that was sort of like, what this particular, you know, th- this ask and coming yeah. on this podcast sort of like yeah. forced me to think about because it, it's like. Well, and I think too, <laughs> the, the fun thing about that, uh, that, you know, I, I look forward to years down the line is um, this is the notion of like, okay, well, this is going on record, right? So like you'll always be able to go back and listen to it. We'll always yep. be able to hear it. Uh, and those songs will continue to have meaning in your life the meaning might remain the same or it might evolve or might do different things and it might enhance in that. So, you know, I always, I, I romanticize the idea about, you know, 10 years, all the guests that I've had, like going back and listening to it and be like, Oh, why did I pick that song? Or, Oh, it's, that's so true. Or this and that and how it brings you back in. So yeah. hopefully it does that for you. And I, I hope and, so. Yeah. And, uh, and you can continue to, to get enjoyment out of these songs and art. I mean, and yeah. I mean, that's the power of music, right? Is yep. that it's the gift that keeps on giving and, and evolving and, and meaning things to you. Totally. Yeah. I feel like if I've listened to a band for 30 years, they're probably not going to fall off at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, it's, it's so cool. Yeah. And I, yeah, I absolutely love it, man. It, it's been fun to, yeah, like I said, just sit down, like reminisce. I'm I'm surprised like Jamie didn't like choke me last yeah. yesterday as I was like <laughs> listening as, all your as I was stuff. doing this like these things on repeat <laughs> and I like I was telling you I'm like man I gotta write this stuff down yeah, just because like it. there's no way I'm gonna collect my my, my ideas and my thoughts yeah. like in any cohesive manner if I don't and yeah. yeah it was like I think I sat around for like a couple of hours just like you know thinking about each one of these things like man cool. yeah that's why this this song like has you know, stuck with me. Well, I'm appreciative that you took the time. Yeah. To, oh, absolutely, man. Did, uh, did Jamie come up with her three? Oh man. No, no. Now that's didn't. what you got to do is now that you're on record, then now yep. you got to flip the, the narrative and yep. teach her the pain of having to narrow it down to three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to clean the house right now. Her folks are coming in next week. Oh, so fun. it's yeah. like, oh man. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm over here you know, recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, so I'm just curious since, you know, I met you through your art, um, do you still, do you still do a lot of your own art and creative space in that? Um, not so much the space, uh, moving down to Austin here sort of disconnected me from a lot of that, you know, like what, uh, all of the relationships, all of the things that I had in Chicago, um, yeah, it, it, that, that's sort of gone. And I, I had a hard time, like, I think finding like what that is here. I still struggle with it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then you add kids into the mix right. and your time it, just goes, yeah, I've, I've got none. So it, yes, the short answer is yes. I, I do, um, try to draw and, and things like that, but that's where it's at right now. It's more or less about, I think, maintaining the skills, you know, right, right. as I'm kind of like raising my kids and, you know, kind of, you know, being a dad and figuring out how to be a dad, like, yeah, that's a whole thing in itself. I'm sure. Right. And you know, these little people are growing up and they've got personalities and wants and needs and all of this stuff too. And sometimes it aligns with yours right. <laughs> more often than not, it doesn't, <laughs> Right. you know? And, but yeah, like every night now I've been trying to get back in the rhythm of, you know, drawing. I, one of the biggest things is a, a journal that I've been keeping. Yeah. Um, Jamie for my birthday got me a new, um, it's just a bullet journal, but, um, I, I, I've 
been just sort of recording my days and it's given me that outlet to, to actually continue to do my work and, uh, you know, just kind of sketch out ideas, have ideas, practice and all of that stuff. So I don't feel rusty. Like I actually feel like I'm, I'm getting a little better every day again because yeah. for a long time I was just, just in a rut of not practicing. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, you're, you're scrambling every night. Like I feel yeah. like, you know, I, you get home, you know, you start with the kids, you know, and then it's like bath time and bedtime. And before you know it, it it's like nine o'clock at night. And then yeah. it's like, you got to eat. And then yeah. you sit down and it's like, you already put in a full day's worth of work. Right. And you know, you're just like, man, all right. Just don't, yeah. It's hard to find the time to that. And sleep becomes so valuable. <laughs> it, it is. And, and it's like, I feel like when little people, like they just wake up, man. And yeah. they're just like, Hey, you need, need to be awake attention. now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, There's no choice in this. Yeah. Every, every day, it, like Billy will wake up and it, it was like for the longest time, like 6am, like on the button. Yeah. Just like, oh my God. Oh my God. Why? Please just, just 30 more minutes. Just go to That's sleep, please. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I went to bed not that long ago. Like, and, yeah. and you woke up like four times last night. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is easy for you to do and go back to sleep, but not right. me. And yeah. Yeah, man, it's, it, like it, it it sucks but it's great like, yeah. at the same time and like this morning was the first time which is kind of crazy that you, you bring it up but she she had crawled into bed with us yeah and she slipped out of bed super like super quiet and she was sitting at the end of our bed and usually when she gets worked up I ask her like take a couple of breaths you know just like you know kind of deal and just kind of chill out and she did that I could hear her at the end of the bed like I don't know if she was like getting excited and she was trying to calm herself down because she knew that she had to be quiet because her sister was asleep and Jamie was asleep and I was asleep you know quote unquote there um and she comes by and I think she noticed that she had pulled the blankets off me a little bit and so yeah. she like pulls the blanket on oh. me and like gives me a kiss <laughs> on the nose and she's like shh Oh, <laughs> and I was so like, sweet. so sweet, absolutely, it like heart, heart melting sweetness. It, yeah. yeah, you're just like, man, this kid. Uh, that's so, fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm sure too as they get older, and you'll you'll be able to share your creative pursuits with them. Yeah, in, in new ways too. Her her starting to draw has been really awesome. Yeah, because she, you know, just seeing her like express her ideas is really really cool, yeah. and just like I mean the things they need narrative right like for the most part but she's got an idea she's got a thing that she's trying to express and like I think that's something gets out of it what's super super cool you know Um, and yeah it's a lot of fun and she she's really excited about the fact that I draw too and so it's like it's slowly becoming a thing that like like, we do yeah together so that it's fun so eventually I have I have my fingers crossed that um, I will be getting back into it uh, yeah. more. I wouldn't say like a full time, but like yeah. you know, I can I can do it for a couple hours a night. You know, that's cool. Something like that. Does yeah. uh, does the idea of Ono oh Doom still exist? Is it still? Um, it's it's a Facebook thing. thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for the most part, we we are all still friends. Um, we all still um, like we're all very much doing our own things uh, for the most part. Um, some of us more successfully than others for yeah. obvious reasons. Like I just yeah. explained, you yeah. know, kids eat up a lot of time. Um, you know, Lana is, she moved out to Portland. She's, you know, getting back into doing some work. I know the move took up a lot of her time. Yeah. Um, Max and Melissa, I know are at uh, San Diego comic con right now. Oh, fine, and Max yeah. has been doing comics. They're just killing it right now. Awesome. Um, they did uh, 
like some comics for Revolution Brewery in Chicago. Cool. Um, yeah, he's got his own thing going on. Melissa's got her own thing going on. They're both amazing, and they're promoting a lot of it. You yeah, know, that's and, awesome. Which is cool. And then like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, the other folks that like were like Joe and myself, I think are are more tied up in in our like actual real life. Right. careers right now of design and, and user experience and all those types of things but you know there's still things happening on the side and we yeah. still share and we're, we're still in you know in cahoots and talking and stuff awesome. like that but it's just like that's really neat that the community aspect of it has stayed intact because I yeah. feel like that was like the big theme of Ono oh Doom was yep. it's just like it's a community of artists with different styles and things but you guys work together to make a space yep. for it which is awesome yeah, and, you know, th- there's no plans right now for it to, you know, make a big, big comeback in any way, shape, or form. Right. But, you know, it's it's still, I think, kind of under the, you know, it's still there. And I think it, it's the bond that we've created It's something together. to be proud of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And definitely something to be proud of. Like, yeah. I look back on it, I'm like, man, I can't believe we did that. You know, that, <laughs> was, that was cool. Yeah. You know, and I'd love to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of deal. Very cool. But, yeah. Well, man, this has been really fun. It's cool. great to, to catch up with you and, and hear about it and, um, share the music it's, it's, I really enjoyed it yeah my pleasure man I, this, was, this was awesome like I said um, it, it, it's a nice ask and it's uh, um, definitely something I wouldn't be doing normally with my, my Sunday cool. <laughs> so that's really cool <laughs> well I appreciate the time Absolutely. and uh, until next time this appreciate was Memory Tracks